Coming up on today's show, we are going to recap 2022. What a year it has been. Such a roller coaster. And we're going to talk about some specific lessons that we have learned from 2022 that we can carry with us into 23. And now, the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. Welcome into the Allon Exchange with Brittany Hagee and Jay Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. I'm your consumer advocate, Christy Paradis, and I am joined in studio today, as I am each and every week, by Jay Hagee and Brittany Hagee. Guys, how has your week been? It's been wonderful, Chrissy. Uh, we are knee-deep in this holiday season and uh, loving every minute of it. I hope that you're doing well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's been a a crazy month on top of a, a crazy year. And <laughs> yep. yeah, Jay said knee deep, but I'm thinking neck deep. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> right? it, it depends uh, how tall you are, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. being on the short side, <laughs> uh, if you want to get in touch with Jay and Brittany, you can go to Allon planning, A L L O N planning.com, or you can give them a call 800-971-4549. That's 800-971-4549. 49. And Jay, Brittany, I know a lot of people have been pretty shaken by what's been going on with our economy the last 12 months. Mm-hmm. Could you guys just recap where we've been this year and give us your opinions of where we could be headed? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think uh, Brittany stated it correctly earlier that this last year has been a roller coaster. It's certainly been ups and downs and uh, made us feel sick at our stomach. <laughs> and uh, we've we've been trying to figure out where we are because, you know, at a, some of our national choices that we've made, and especially our debt, um, are starting to catch up with us just a bit. Um, you know, ultimately, during COVID and the pandemic that we hit, we printed off a lot of money. Yeah, we yes. uh, turned Massive. on the money printer, <laughs> and it, it it is catching up to us here in twenty two and then possibly twenty three, um, where we have hit all time inflation highs. You know, forty year highs uh, on inflation rates, and when that happens and everything goes up, everybody feels it. Right, yeah. everywhere mm-hmm. you go, every store you go into, your grocery your grocery bill, your light bill, your utilities, everything costs more because of what's going on with our inflation rates. And and so what the Fed is trying to do is aggressively take those uh, in, inflation rates down by hiking interest rates higher. And so when interest rates get hiked, it causes a lot of turmoil in the equities and bond markets and a lot of volatility. Which is what we've experienced. Yeah, and so we've seen a lot of volatility throughout the markets because of everything going on with inflation rates and, and interest rate hikes. Um, and everything that we've seen has caused quite a volatile moment in, in our in our economy. And so we really have seen that play out in a bear market this year because we've seen a over 20 percent drop. It was quite large this mm-hmm. year um, from the from, from the peak value that we've seen in our markets. Uh, and it really appears that we aren't totally out of the turbulence yet, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, um, we're not totally there. Um, I, I wish I could say, yeah, I think that we got it all out of our system and we're everything's great next year. <laughs> I, I don't see that, you know, as a possibility for us. Um, you know, as many economists are really predicting a more recessionary environment throughout all of next year and 2023, um, really until the Fed can get a grip on what's causing inflation to continue to rise. Um, and they've proven, the Fed has proven that they will tighten money supply as long as it takes uh, to make inflation go down. And that's going to continue to put a strain on economic growth. Um, you know, I, I see it as a tightrope walk because mm-hmm. we'll continue to to try to balance this the best we can, because I don't think the Fed's set out to say, hey, we want to crush the economy. Probably not. Hopefully not. <laughs> I don't right. think that's their sure. goal, right? But it is going to have that kind of relationship whenever you continue to aggressively hike the interest rates the way that they have been doing. Um, and so overall, what I see is it may get a little bit worse before it gets better. Um, but you as investors out there, we might want to consider next year being a little bit more tactical in your money management approach. Uh, and pay really close attention to the economy. We have to actually start paying attention to it now. You know, when we went the last 10 or 
12, 13 years of a bull market, we've been able to just kind of put Coast. it on cruise control <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and say, we haven't really easy. had to, yeah, dig into it as much as, as we have. Making but, money has been easy until this last year. Yeah, right? I, would, I would say that. Most I would Americans say, would say that. The last couple of years any, have been a little bit more difficult. Yeah, any investment accounts, I mean, how could you not gain <laughs> right. just about with the market we've experienced until the last year or two? So. Really, I would say being more tactical and paying closer attention to where the economy is at, you know, month by month here. And that includes what's happening with legislative and regulatory policy with the Fed, uh, corporate earnings, company valuations, everything needs to be taken in to uh, a consideration here because it seems that we're closer to the end of a cycle, which I was just talking about at this point, the end of a full bull market. You know, we're, we're at the end of that cycle. And in these times, you need to really pay closer attention to what's going on in every sector of our economy. Um, this environment tends to be more shaky, more volatile, and it can be really stressful. Um, but if you stay flexible in your plan and you have a financial plan, we encourage everyone not to just be traders, but to be investors and have a great financial plan put together, you can have peace even in the volatility. Um, And so that's what we're going to talk about a little bit more as we progress throughout the day. But I do believe we're going to see a little bit more volatility next year. And if you don't know if your approach is tactical or not, that's why we would invite you to call in. If you don't know that if your advisor or whoever, maybe you've been doing this on your own and you do not have all the tools in your bag, maybe that you need to, to get you through this volatility and what's going on in the markets. This is what we're here for. This is why we offer a complimentary consultation so that you can connect with us and we can walk through um, what it looks like for you and your family during this volatility. And that number is 800-971-4549-800-971-4549 for that complimentary consultation with Jay and Brittany Hagee. And Brittany, it does seem like a lot has gone down with our economy day by day, month Mm -hmm. by month. What are some takeaways or things that we can learn from everything that we've seen in 2022? Yeah. So here's the key. We want to take from our experience and apply that experiential wisdom to next year so that some of the same mistakes that individual investors made in 22, they do not repeat in 23. So let's look at some of, yeah. uh, you know, what we can learn and carry with us into next year. So uh, first of all, there's a lot, we, we talk about this all the time. There's so much that we cannot control. So much is out of our control, the market volatility, the uh, inflation rates, uh, you know, what the Fed does and how they respond to, to the economic conditions. All of this stuff is really out of our control, but there are things we can control. And one lesson that we can take into 23 is focus on those things that you do have control over. Mm -hmm. Make sure you're making right choices and choices founded in truth and wisdom surrounding what you can manage and control. For example, you can't control what the markets do, but you can control the amount of risk you're taking. You Ah. can control how you're positioned within your investments. So make sure that those positions are correct for your stage of life, for your risk tolerance and, and how the market volatility impacts you emotionally which a lot of people don't really consider that Mm -hmm. when investing. They may not think about the emotional component, but there is a limit for each of us as to what we can withstand when it comes to market volatility. And it probably changes a lot too throughout your life at different, you know, given different life events. Sure. Marriages or birth of children. Every season. Yeah, Yeah. naturally it is. It's going to shift and adjust based on the stage of life you're in and what you're experiencing. And so that's something that we need to consider uh, as we're putting together these, these financial plans for individuals and families. That's always at the front of our minds. How would market volatility impact this person specifically? So again, that's why what we do is so custom Mm -hmm. is because we are looking at the individual. We're not looking at some cookie cutter plan that, oh, let's implement this. No, it's very specific based on the needs and personality and uh, investments and, and uh, you know, accounts of the individual. So yeah, and it gives me so much joy and us so much joy whenever clients this year, especially have come to us and said, thank you. 
Thank you for positioning us the way that you have so that we don't have to experience what a lot of our friends may be yeah. experiencing. And that's right. a really yeah. cool moment uh, that we get to experience with our clients because of that one thing Brittany said right there is you can't control everything. We can't control how quick the Fed is going to respond or not respond. We can't control the volatility of the markets. We can control how you're positioned and how you're going to be affected by those uh, decisions. Yeah, but in order to do that, you have to face it, right? Yep. And mm -hmm. a lot of people are feeling the pain. Those who don't have a plan are feeling some serious sure. pain from this year. And it, it, what do most people do when they experience pain? You run from it. You avoid yep. it. You avoid it. You go the other <laughs> totally. way. And that's why this can be a bit challenging for people is because it can be a bit uncomfortable to actually stare it head on and be like, this is okay. This is, this is where we are. This is what we've experienced, but here's the key. Now is the time to course correct. If you haven't planned, if you are invested in ways that you're just not comfortable with, mm -hmm. or maybe you're really struggling, or, or you maybe don't know how you're invested. Yeah. Or maybe you're just feeling fear, such fear. Mm -hmm. Now is the time to, to uh, course correct and to reconsider mm -hmm. where you are. So yeah, it requires us to take a look at that and to kind of look in the mirror and say, okay, this is what's happened to this point. But let's move forward. Here's what we can do moving forward. So control what you can. Sure. Let go of those things we can't. Don't spend your time and energies stressing and losing yeah. sleep over things that you have zero control over. And I think we've also learned, Chrissy, that you cannot avoid all risk. That's, you know, part of living. Sure, <laughs> you can't yeah. avoid all risk because if you invest in the market and you are in stocks, let's just say you're going to have market risk and volatility is going to affect you. Financial planning is so much more than investing. Mm -hmm. That's wow, where so yeah. many mess up is they think it's just about investing and making money. Yeah, that's a part of it. But you also have to to consider, everything, yeah. man, there's so many other components Taxes that people don't consider. Estate law and, yeah. you know, everything else that you can imagine. And there are tons of risk in what should I be invested in? Budget, you know, expenses, budgeting. debt. That's exactly so right. So many components that very have to be considered. It's all inclusive and it's very comprehensive. And so if you do not have that plan, if you're sitting there listening and you're like, well, maybe I do, maybe I don't, I'm unsure, you probably don't have a plan if right. you're unsure. Right. So give us a call. We would love to connect with you. Um, and Brittany will give you that number. 1-800-971-4549. Again, 1-800-971-4549. Or, of course, as always, you can check out our website at allonplanning.com. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com. You can schedule your complimentary consultation directly from our website. There's a link to our calendar. You can choose a time and date that's most convenient for you to meet either in person uh, here in our office, or you could also meet via Zoom. We accommodate those meetings as well. So, again, this is totally complimentary. Uh, allonplanning.com, A-L-L-O-N planning.com. And Jay, Brittany, what do you have coming up for us on the other side of the break? Well, coming up next is one of the most favorite questions that I get. What question should I be asking? That That is what we want to cover. If you're meeting with a financial advisor or you're meeting with us, we want to go over some questions that you should be asking when you said to the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. I'm your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis, and I am joined in studio by Jay and Brittany Hagee. And we're about to cover, I'm going to ask you guys a question, and I feel like this could have a lot of components to it, so I want to dive right mm -hmm. in. What are the most important questions that folks should be asking their financial advisor or a financial advisor if they don't have one? Yeah, and I, I do get a lot of questions when folks meet with me but one of my favorite when when people sit down is what else should I be asking mm -hmm. because the truth is that's what you know a lot of folks should be asking their financial advisor um, they should be not just asking questions about what is being presented but what other questions should I be asking what what don't I know because there's so much in a comprehensive financial plan uh, when you put it together um, that folks do not know to ask. And so that's what we want to shed some light on today. And the first question that I think you should be asking is, do I have a long-term financial plan? 
is my plan more than just an investment? Yeah. Um, and what I mean by that, does it include income planning? Does it include tax planning? Does it include estate planning? You know, what are some adjustments that may need to be made because it's just an investment versus a full plan? So you want to ask, do I have a full long-term financial plan? Which includes things like, uh, you know, you've got to have a plan to knock down your debt. That's something that we always want to talk about, paying down debt. That's got to be part of it. Uh, looking at fine-tuning your spending or curbing impulse buys, you know, those types mm -hmm. of things. Oh, we have yes. to look at that. Building an emergency savings fund. We harp on that all the time. <laughs> Ensure that you have an emergency mm -hmm. fund. Uh, considering taxes, every dollar saved is a dollar we don't have to risk to earn you more. Oh, I like so, that. Say that again. Yeah. yeah, because we say that often. Yes, <laughs> it, every yep. go ahead. Every dollar that we save you in tax planning is a dollar we do not have to put at risk mm -hmm. in your portfolio. Yeah, which and, is and huge. That's huge. So if you're not doing tax planning as well as investment management planning, then you're taking probably more risk than you should be taking because we want to save you money on the tax side as well. Yeah, the tax planning really goes hand in hand with the financial planning piece. If you're doing one without the other, you're not doing it right. Mm -hmm. I, I will say that you have got to incorporate the two together, um, which really takes us into, you know, uh, the retirement years talking about you've got to replace your income. That's something mm -hmm. that obviously should be addressed in any financial plan, especially as you're nearing retirement. What what is the plan for replacing that the mm -hmm. the income you receive from your job? How, how is that going to to be dispersed from your investment accounts? Right. How's it going to come from Social Security or if you have a pension or a four hundred one k? How are how is the drawdown going to look for you from these accounts? That mm -hmm. plan should be in place, which kind of uh, you know leads us into another conversation about the importance of yeah. your financial advisor and how they're licensed. That's a big one. Well, I mean, I think it, it, you're, what you're asking there is, are you putting together a financial plan for me or are you just putting me in investments? That's really the overarching first question. If, if I have a long-term financial plan or not, because that is going to lead into the sub question here of how are you licensed and are you an independent fiduciary advisor? And that word fiduciary is very important because what it means is we are legally bound to do what's in your best interest as a client before our own. And that's what you want in an advisor. You want an advisor that is on the same side of the table as you, that is putting together a custom built financial plan for you and your family. And you know that they are working for you and not a big institution, not a big retail institution that is just trying to sell you an investment portfolio or an investment vehicle, but that they're absolutely making sure that they're positioning you in the best way for your financial plan and your financial future. So that really is what you're asking by saying, do you um, have you planned well for me? Have you put together a long-term financial plan for me? And how are you licensed? How do you get paid, right? Mm -hmm. That's very important to know that we're sitting on the same side of the table as our clients. That's important to us. Yeah. And considering kind of where we are in our current economy, here's, here's another question. How does inflation impact my cash flow? You should know how inflation is impacting the dollars you're bringing in, the dollars you're earning, how it impacts your retirement, especially if you're nearing retirement, if you're in that five to 10 year window before retirement, mm -hmm. that's a question you should be asking your advisor because it impacts all of us in some way. It just right. does. It's unavoidable. But again, we can control the level of impact it has on us by how we, we are positioned and some things that we're doing in within our investment portfolios. That's right. And so that was a long one question, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's a well, lot I mean, of questions within that. But that's a it's a great place to start because you immediately know the the answer to that first question is do I mm -hmm. do I have a plan? And if that answer is no, or if you don't know that you're working Or you, maybe. Yeah, or maybe, <laughs> then yeah. you can you can always call Jay and Brittany and set up a time to have a conversation and have a complimentary comprehensive plan put together. And that number is 800-971-4549, 800-971-4549. Or you can go online to Allon Planning. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com and set up a time to meet directly from the website. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to the inflation 
element. I don't know if this is a silly question, but I imagine that that the way that it impacts people's plans and their futures, it, mm-hmm. it's going to vary at different points if you had asked sure. that question throughout the year. Absolutely. And that's an important question that we want to highlight. And, you know, the last year has uh, shined a lot of light on that uh, inflation issue. But one question you want to ask whoever you meet with is how does my plan um, look at inflation? How does the inflation impact my cash flow? Um, You know, is it considered within uh, my holistic plan as far as income planning is concerned? Because if inflation is not built into your plan, um, you may not have a complete as plan as you thought you did, because uh, we the way we customize and build plans, we make sure that inflation is built in to your income planning so that you would need more than just the money that you're surviving on today. <laughs> because it's so, about more than just surviving. It's that's about right. thriving. And that's our goal is to get you from this survival mode and survival mentality, mentality into thriving. Yeah, a place where it's abundant and full and instead of just barely making it because because inflation as you've seen shrinks your purchasing power and so even though your bank account says one thing um and it may stay in cash you know your purchasing power says another because everything gets more expensive as time goes forward so we craft plans uh in ways that inflation is taken into consideration so that you can continue to maintain and thrive in the current lifestyle that you have now all the way through retirement because we don't want, uh, you know, 20 years from now, you're still drawing the same salary that you're drawing when you first retire. <laughs> because yeah. things will cost a lot more 20 mm-hmm. years from now than they do sure. today. So inflation has huge impacts on your cash flow, and it has to be incorporated into your plan. Um, and so that's the the question that I would be asking my advisor, how is inflation um, incorporated into my financial plan? Here's one that I love. Um, let's see if I can phrase this right. Based on the current economic conditions, should I make any adjustments to the plan I have in place? Mm -hmm. And the reason I love this question is because this means, if you're asking this question, this means that you're not wanting to make a knee-jerk reaction. It -hmm. means you're not wanting to make an emotional response to market volatility or, or the fear you may be feeling because of the ups and downs of the year. And that is what we, we advise, how we advise our clients. Let's not make emotional and knee jerk reactions and emotional decisions. Let's make any moves that we do make repositioning or, or adjusting should be based on uh, very strategic reasoning and not based out of fear. We do not want to be making fear-based decisions. Mm-hmm. So uh, this, again, the stock market's a long-term game. We're not looking at, you know, this buy to buy today, sell tomorrow mentality where it's day trading. You know, we're we're in this for the long haul. And again, we do not want to make moves based on fear. That's right. So sometimes you may have to just ride out the bearish market and dealing with the economic uncertainty. Sometimes that is the course. <laughs> Other times changes are warranted. It really depends on what stage of life you're Your in. Time horizon. Yeah, yeah. And how, how long until you retire and what that looks like. Because so many people are invested way too risky too late in life. Right. And then that's that's when this, you know, overwhelming fear does set in because you're thinking, man, my account's going down, 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 down. And my days to retirement are coming close, 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 close. <laughs> and, and, you know, you got to fill in that gap. What am I going to do here? Um, so to avoid that periodically ask these types of questions, does my plan need any adjustments based on my age, based on my job status, based on the current economic conditions, um, which leads us to what we talk about within the plans about being them, about them being flexible Mm -hmm. and how important it is that your plan is flexible. It's kind of like in a state law where you have a revocable living trust and an irrevocable living trust. Revocable means that you can make some changes. You can you can make some adjustments along the way. Irrevocable means it's set in stone. It is what it is. There's no changes being made. The kind of plans we put together need to be the revocable. They need to be this adjustable, very fluid plan to to change and flow with you and mm-hmm. your needs and your income. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, should you change course now or not? 
that's a maybe. It depends on where you're at. And so you really need someone to help you answer that question in light of your unique situation. And that's why you need to ask whoever you trust and, you know, or us, we would love to sit down with you and discuss that with you uh, based on where you're at. Um, So that's a great question to ask. And the reason we do this segment really is just, just arm folks so that you can know what you should be asking so that you can have peace in your financial plan so that you understand where you're at, your time horizon, how long you have until you need the funds to live on, how long they will last you, how you're invested, how much risk you're taking. Um, these are all things that are very important, which brings us to one more question that I want to to give to you guys today is you should be asking how diversified is your portfolio? Um, how much exposure do you have to different market sectors uh, in different um, either domestic versus international uh, stocks or, you know, how much you're looking into a bond market or how much cash exposure that you have? What what are the five asset classes, uh, you know, that, that you have access to? And am I somehow diversified into all five asset classes? So if Which your advisor, are? yeah, and I'll go through that. Yeah. But if your advisor says, hey, well, you're in eight mutual funds and you have hundreds of stocks and bonds. Well, you would consider that, okay, I'm diversified, but you could be correlated into the same asset classes, which means that you're going to take the same amount of risk with all eight of those mutual funds and all hundreds of those stocks. And I want to go through real quick what those five asset classes are. So you have equities, which are stocks and companies. You have bonds, you have cash, real estate, and commodities. Commodities are things like gold and oil and wheat and soy and things like this. So out of all those five asset classes, you don't want to just see if you're diversified into different funds. You want to make sure you're diversified among asset classes right. and that you have stability amongst all Which five is of those. big because, I mean, diversification is kind of a, a daunting word or people people can interpret it so many different ways. Sure. And yeah. that's why we have to, to ensure that you're looking at diversification properly, which is mm-hmm. not just within, you know, like Jay said, if you have a certain number of, number of mutual funds and I'm spread out over those mutual funds, but that it's much, much broader than that. Looking at sectors, looking at making sure you're not invested totally and completely just in technology or, you know, just in, in sure. a, a specific sector, specific market. Because again, what you don't want is for all of your accounts to be moving in the same direction at the same time. That's the simplified concept of diversification is that you want your accounts to kind of offset one another and not all be moving in the same direction at the same time. So that's the goal with diversification. And that is why these questions are so important. So this is just kind of some ammunition to go and begin a conversation either with your advisor, if you have one, or or if you don't, or if you're kind of at a transition point, that's where we come in. We want to help and answer these questions for you. You can reach out directly, uh, 1-800-971-4549. Again, we offer a complimentary consultation to each of our radio listeners. Thank you so much for listening today. We hope that you are learning and growing and really uh, understanding some new concepts from uh, the the discussions that we have here today. So again, uh, 1-800-971-4549 or again, directly through our website, you can schedule your consultation. Again, totally complimentary, allonplanning.com. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com. And Jay, Brittany, what is coming up on the other side of the short break? Yeah, coming up next, we're going to talk about a few potential mistakes that we want to make sure people are avoiding specifically within the month of Welcome back to the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. I'm your consumer advocate, Christy Paradis, and I'm joined by Jay and Brittany Hagee. If you want to get in touch with Jay and Brittany, you can call 800-971-4549. That's 800-971-4549. Or you can go online to Allon Planning. That's A-L-L-O-N Planning. and set up a time to sit down with Jay and Brittany from the website. And guys, it seems that uh, 
I guess everybody would – it would stand to reason that your personal savings – the goal of your savings, I guess, is to set your, set yourself up for a good retirement, a comfortable retirement. And I know mm-hmm. that there are a lot of maybe preconceived notions or ideas about Social Security, when to take it how best to take it. And that gets kind right. of confused. Uh, yes. With social security, I mean, the the problem is a lot of people expect it to provide a lot more than what it really does in reality. So right. that's, that's something you just have to do a lot of prep work on. We have to take a look at uh, the benefit that is stated um, at each point, you know, at 62 when you can file and then each year it's going to increase until you determine you you want to begin withdrawing those benefits. So again, like you said, Chrissy, the goal is to replace your income and to have uh, some income sources that provide you a, a comfortable and stable retirement. But it, here we are at the end of the year, it's December. And a lot of times um, there are some pretty common mistakes that can happen in the month of December. And one is, I actually just spoke with a client about this this week. They were looking at their 401k in particular and looking at what they had contributed over the year. Mm-hmm. And um, we had to remind them, hey, we're going to stop contributing to this because you've reached your max, right? So you what you want to make sure is that you're not uh, contributing more than you can, because then of course you'll end up ha- having some issues with either the mm-hmm. rebate or trying to re- reconcile oh, that or, you I know, didn't even with, think with, about there's probably, there's definitely consequences to, to that, where that money's going at the end. Right. right. Yeah. You've got to stay within those boundary guidelines. So some people need to be reminded to contribute up to the max and some people need to be reminded Hey, don't over contribute because a lot of times the contributions are set up automatic and maybe some people front end, you know, front, Mm -hmm. they load up on the front end and contribute more, maybe because they get more Q1, Q2 or something. Maybe they, their income's larger commissions are, are higher in that, that portion of the year or something. So they put more in. Um, than they would in the second half of the year. So that's just something to be aware of. Make sure that you're not overfunding or underfunding these retirement accounts. Make sure that you are contributing the proper amounts that, sure. that you can for the year. But what we would say is do not pause those contributions just to free up cash for the holidays. That's, you know, you do not want to cut out paying your future self just to, you know, have a couple extra dollars. Instant here Christmas. now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Satisfaction. You know, if at all possible, uh, you know, unless that's the only option that you have, uh, because this is your last, you know, final opportunity for 2022 to boost your long-term savings. Um, and so I would say, you know, continue those contributions, um, you know, throughout the year, the way you had planned, unless there's an emergency. Yeah. Because December is an expensive month. Sure. I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah. Costs go it up. Can be a lot extra, of yeah. Extra expensive. dollars go up. You want to buy gifts for family and friends and do some fun extra things and maybe eat out a bit more, maybe cook a little less. I don't know. But, and those things are all, all good. There's a place for those things. The, the solution is you plan for those things and you prepare for those things so that when you get to that point, here we are in December, hopefully by this point, you're able to say, hey, we've set aside this money and we can use this for those things that we want to use it for, the fun mm-hmm, things, the mm-hmm. extras, right? Instead of, like Jay said, pulling them from uh, what you would typically contribute to an investment account. Don't cheat yourself out. Don't sell yourself short for an instant gratification yeah. here and now. That's the key. Keep funding those accounts and make sure that you're paying yourself first. That's your future self first. That's uh, the key here. Um, another suggestion that I think that we should make is now may be a good time to check on those investments uh, and, and their performance throughout the year. Because what we tell our folks is you do not want to be looking at your investment accounts every day or every hour, you know, even every week sometimes, because the roller coaster that we're on right now is going to make you seasick. <laughs> it's going to get you, yeah, that could be a, you know, very feeling a bit crazy, scary place to kind of just feel like you have to be checking those all the time, uh, especially yeah. given all the the inflation and market volatility we've been seeing well, as of well, late. Yeah, because when that happens, you're going to make rash decisions. You're going to make emotional decisions and you're going to want to make changes on, on the fly, even though you may have a good plan. So like looking at them every day is probably not the best thing, but 
now that we are at the end of the year here in 2022 going into 2023 it's a great time to set and look at okay am i do i have a plan and am i positioned the right way for the next year um and what i have uh going forward and so i think now's a good time for you to take a look at your investments their performance and what may be working for you and what be may be working against you in this time which could also lead you into asking the question that we talked about in a previous segment uh, about what changes need to be made mm -hmm. if any what, do I need to make any adjustments? Has anything in my life changed? Is my job changing with the new year? Is my income changing with the new year? And ensuring that your plan accounts for those those adjustments, sure. right? Yeah. Yeah, and and to go along with this, while you're looking at that plan, it may be a great time to offer a second opinion of, of those investment accounts in your financial plan to get a second opinion on do I actually have a financial plan? Yeah. That's why we offer complimentary consultations. Um, there again, if you're listening and you would like to receive that consultation, you can either go online to Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N Planning.com and schedule an appointment right from our website or 1-800-971-4549. That's 800-971-4549. We have a team member standing by that would love to connect with you and put you on our schedule so that we can connect one-on-one -on -one about your un unique situation. And we would be able to walk you through and guide you to a financial plan. And Jay and I are in a, a, a position where we are um, in the market looking for a specific professional service ourselves. Outside of, obviously, outside of all of this, I won't name the specific industry, but we were looking for a specific professional service and we right. were setting up some appointments and we kept hitting this roadblock of you had to set this appointment, but you had to pay this, this uh, assessment fee, this appointment fee, yeah, yeah. An, an appointment fee. And we're like, man, how do we make this decision on, on this who service we, we need and who, yeah, without even being able to really meet them, they wanted a commitment before we could ever meet. And I just want to assure you that doesn't happen here. That's not who we are. That's not how we operate. Um, because we believe in not just who we are and how we work, but the product that we produce, right. the service that we provide, that is what we believe in. And so we believe that your time will, it will be valuable. You, you sitting here and, and having a conversation with us around these things, it will prove to be valuable for you. And you'll walk away with new information. You'll learn, you'll grow, you'll get some tools in your financial tool belt to, to be able to improve your situation. Cause that's the goal to improve your situation, to add value to you and your household. Mm -hmm. And that's what a consultation with us will do. That's what we want to invite you to do. Allonplanning.com. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com. Yeah. And so the two things we've hit so far is do not stop in December paying your future self. Do not put that to the side. Make sure that you're maxing out those contributions everywhere mm -hmm. you can mm -hmm. to save on taxes for this year and to pay your future self and to make sure you're stocking away enough money for your retirement. The second is now is the time to sit there and check up on your performance and your financial plan. They put do a check-in, to do a checkup on your financial performance. And if you do not have someone helping you with this, that's why we're here. We're here to help. Um, one, a subset within that, what I would say is don't be afraid to drop a costly investment, something that's costing you a lot of money. Don't be afraid to make some changes as you're looking at your investments this year. Maybe your 401k, as you're digging through it, you see that you have an investment that has a lot of fees associated with it, and it's not really performing well. Well, it's okay to make a swap. Maybe you, you swap one that has much lower uh, fee internal fees, and maybe even index funds who have very little at all fees to do the same thing that that active managed accounts doing for you at a fragment uh, of, of the cost. Yeah. And this is something that we see so much of is people thinking that they are paying a, a very low fee or no fee on an investment. And then when we dig into it, there's actually a substantial fee that they're paying. And it's it's all unrealized. They, right. they don't realize that's happening. And that is all too frequent. So take a look and dig into what fees you're actually paying. If you don't know, call us. If you don't know how. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll walk you through it. We can we can work through that analysis with you. So so that you don't again, you don't have to go it alone. You really, really don't. So in December, 
Keep paying your future self, max out those contributions, check up on your investment performance and get a second opinion. If you do uh, not have a financial plan, get someone to help you with that financial plan. Now is the time to start. Now is the time not to procrastinate and say, well, I'll just continue to do what I've always done. And yeah. well, you'll continue to get the same results of, uh, that you've always gotten. And that's unsure um, living and anxiety and stress. We want to bring peace to your situation. So um, I just want to wrap this segment up by saying, hey, here's a few things that you can do that we've, we've said you should do. Um, but we want to say that 2022 can end on a positive note. Yeah. That positive note is I have a direction to go. Uh, maybe my investments have been all over the place this year. Maybe it's, it's caused me to get uh, sick on this roller coaster that we've been on. But now that I have someone in my corner mm -hmm. or that I understand where my investments are going and have a financial plan, I have a direction. 2023 can be better. 2023 can be brighter. Because because financial success does not happen by accident. This financial stability that we're talking about, it, you've got to purpose. be intentional. Yeah. So here's the key. Prepare with purpose. Prepare for purpose and prepare on purpose. We can do that as we head into 2023. And that number to get in touch with Jay and Brittany Hagee is 800-971-4549, 800-971-4549. Or you can go online to Allon Planning, that's A-L-L-O-N planning.com. And Jay, Brittany, I know it's your favorite segment of the week that we have coming up in just a few minutes after the break. Questions and answers, we've got them coming up next. exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. If you have any questions for Jay and Brittany, you can call 800-971-4549. That's 800-971-4549. Or you can go online to allonplanning.com. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com. Jay, Brittany, you guys ready for some Q&A? Let's do it. We're always ready. All right, we're going to start off in Chattanooga, where Rachel has a question. I'm trying to decide between two different financial advisors. How do I know which is the best for me? Well, Rachel, that's a great question. And hopefully you were able to listen to segment two of this week. And if not, go back to the podcast and check it out. Yeah. Because we went into a lot of questions you should be asking anyone you meet with that's giving you financial advice. But I'm going to make this really simple, and maybe me and Brittany and uh, Brittany can help expand on this a little bit. But the the most simple portion is that you want to know that someone is working for you on your behalf, and that they have your best interest at heart. Like, right? It's trust. That's the the bottom line. How do I know that I can trust whoever's giving me advice? And are they intelligent enough? Do they have the intelligence to give me the right advice? That's <laughs> it's kind of a hard um, discerning factor in one meeting. But you can ask them this, these two questions. The first question is, how do you produce financial plans? What kind of financial plan would you put together for me? Um, that should be a, a key factor in choosing a financial advisor. Because that would help you distinguish between if they are an actual financial planner and look at your situation holistically, or if they just want to discuss your investments. That would kind of weed out the individuals that aren't really putting together a true plan, but just trying to manage your investments solely. And if they present a way that says, well, we're just going to put you in this investment or that investment or these two investments, um, then they do not have a comprehensive planning approach to include, here's how we look at your taxes. Here's how we look at your estate planning. Here's how we make sure you have income for retirement that's not going to run out, that you're not going to run out of money. Yeah. If they're not looking at all of these areas, but they're just saying, hey, you should have this investment and that investment because they're good investments. Well, that's not good enough. They, that's they not may a full be a, financial Yeah, they plan. may be a good investment manager, but that sure. doesn't help you with your planning, right? That, that's, that leaves a lot of questions unanswered. So pick the one, if you're going to pick one, pick the one that you know is putting together a great comprehensive plan for you and one that uh, has your best interest at heart. Now, how do you know that? We can say this really easily. Are they an independent fiduciary advisor? Do they only work for you? Do they work for a big retail box firm? Do they work, do they, you know, how are they licensed? Um, if they're only licensed as a fiduciary advisor, 
you can understand that they're going to be on your team, on your side, because they are legally bound to put your best interest in front of their own. Um, So you want to know that you are working with an independent fiduciary advisor. That's probably the most important advice that I could give you. uh, And the most important question that you could pinpoint to anyone giving you advice is how are you licensed and are you an independent fiduciary only? And I'll talk about that independent piece for a second. That is really important because if think about it, like if you're going to buy a car and you want a Ford truck, you're not going to go to a GM dealer to buy a Ford truck. Because the GM is going to sell you GM, not a Ford. Mm-hmm. So you've got to you've got to think of it that way. Um, that doesn't mean that the the guys at the GM place or the ladies at the GM place aren't great people. They may be incredible people, but it may not be the right fit for for what you're wanting or what you're looking for. So independent is important because if somebody works for a uh, large retail firm, they will be limited to specific investments based on what that firm offers, kind of like a 401k. Yeah, they can be. Yeah, definitely can be limited to those investments. So uh, they could only provide you what their firm offers. So just something to consider. Ensure that, again, you are sitting on the same side of the table as your advisor. Want to make sure your, your interests are aligned with your advisor, which means that when your account increases, that their account, their, what they're making could then increase. When, when your accounts go down, then their pay should go down. You want to have make sure your in yeah, in, interests mm-hmm. are aligned. Um, that, that really helps that relationship to, to be healthier and, and really serve you as the mm-hmm. client. Yeah. And so I'm sure everyone listening uh, has had some dealing with real estate investing that you either have bought your home, maybe, you know, or a rental property or something like this, that everyone listening has had some kind of uh, interaction with a real estate agent. So, you know, what I want to say is a kind of an analogy given for the independent side Brittany gave uh, in, in a little different manner, because a real estate agent can be a buyer's agent, a seller's agent, or they can be both right? You want to know that if you're going to buy a home, that the person that is giving you advice is showing you every home on the market. And they may be doing it even if they are seller's agent as well, right? Um, But you have to trust that they're showing you every home on the market. The same way in our investment world, we um, as independent fiduciaries are showing you a lot of investments, every investment, and we're not bound by a seller side who would say, you know, you get more money if you sell this investment, right? Um, So you want to make sure you work with an independent fiduciary advisor. Thank you so much to Rachel for that question. Again, to get in touch with Jay and Brittany Hagee and the team at Allon Planning Partners, you can call 800-971-4549. That's 800-971-4549. Or you can go online to allonplanning.com. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com and set up a time to sit down with Jay and Brittany Take advantage of that complimentary, comprehensive consultation. And we're going to go to Dalton, where Steve has a question. I recently discovered the majority of my parents' retirement portfolio is in a single stock. Any advice Mm -hmm. of what to do? I'm going to make this really simple for you, Steve. Come see us. (laughs) (laughs) because anytime that someone is just in one single stock, they probably are taking way more risk than necessary. Um, It's a pretty uh, risky uh, position to hold all of your eggs in one basket. Diversification, we talk about it all the time, and there's many types of uh, diversification throughout uh, your portfolio, but you want to make sure that you have proper asset allocation and proper diversification. And so we set that up uh, for folks all the time. And if you or your loved ones have uh, their whole portfolio investment in one single uh, position, it's probably a little bit more risky than what you would want at this point in time. So um, we would just say, come see us and let us show you a difference of diversification. And well, and we're means. yeah, we're guessing that because uh, you said it's your parents that their age, is, is, obviously they're a, a bit older than you. So sure. I'm guessing they're probably nearing retirement, which makes that positioning even more risky uh, as they are getting closer and closer to retirement. So yeah, definitely something that we would typically advise against. Um, because look at diversification is kind of like an onion. There's there's so many layers to it 
when it comes to, to how we implement diversification. And it's not just within one asset class. Mm -hmm. It's with, within all asset classes. It's, uh, you know, within all different sectors of, of, investing. So there's, there's a lot more to it than just, do I have stocks and bonds, right? Sure. That's part of it. Yep. Yeah, that matters. But let's expand on that even more, which again, kind of the imagery there is the layers of an onion. It, it kind of keeps going. You fold back more and more and make sure you're m even more diversified underneath all those layers. So uh, yeah, it's definitely something that we coach people on and, and walk people through when it comes to their plans mm -hmm. and ensure that you're not taking on too much risk or your parents in this, this scenario. We certainly want to help avoid that. And thank you to Steve for that question. And Jay, Brittany, the show has definitely flown by, but I do want to uh, give you guys the floor in case um, you have any final thoughts to leave the listeners with. Well, we've went over so much today, like you said, Chrissy, but really ultimately what we want to say is going into this new year, you do not have to have uncertainty and doubt and fear. You can replace that with certainty and hope of the future and a direction. And so that's what we offer every listener for with a complimentary consultation is we want to help provide you direction into this new year with wherever you're at, with whatever season of life you're in, we can help give you direction for your financial future. So give us a call today and we'd love to connect with you. Uh, that number 800-971-4549 or allonplanning.com, A-L-L-O-N planning.com. Investment advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific investment opportunity, offering, or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Any mention of rates and guarantees provided by insurance companies and annuities are subject to the financial strength of the issuing insurance company, not guaranteed by any bank or the FDIC. Each individual investor situation is different, and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it is properly registered, or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. A Roth conversion may not be suitable for your situation. The primary goal in converting retirement assets into a Roth IRA is to reduce the future tax liability on the distributions you take in retirement, or on the distributions of your beneficiaries. The information provided is to help you determine whether or not a Roth IRA conversion may be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Please review your retirement savings, tax, and legacy planning strategies with your legal or tax advisor to be sure a Roth IRA conversion fits into your planning strategies. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All rights reserved.